Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Power Your Life, and I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure to be here, and many of us sometimes think that our bodies are just so, why is it hurting, why is it doing this, what is it, but did you know that your body has a gift, actually not just one gift, but many gifts, and today we are so fortunate to have a very special person who's going to talk not only about the gift of your body, but so many other things. And I'm talking about Jonathan Goldman, who's an innovator in light medicine, and he's mapped the human energy vehicle in a revolutionary way that's both intricate as well as practical, empowering people in their own personal evolution and healing like yourself. Jonathan has been teaching and practicing acupuncture, energy medicine, and spiritual healing for 40 years, and he's developed the work of transformational energy healing and works with the Chakra Map, which is an interactive, unique, and accessible way of working with healing. He's also the author of The Gift of the Body, A Multidimensional Guide to Energy, Anatomy, Grounded Spirituality and Living Through the Heart, which Jonathan describes as an experiential, practical, transformational manual for the adventure school of your life. I love that. Jonathan offers transformational energy healing and acupuncture in person, excuse me, in person and also distance healing with clients globally. And he's also the principal teacher at the Essential Light Institute, which he co-founded and has been practicing since 1976. So welcome, Jonathan Goldman. It's a pleasure to have you. Total pleasure to be with you, Joanne. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about the beginning of your journey. It's always fascinating how people open their sense of expansiveness into healing work or whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah, it's interesting you phrase it that way because I'd say that uh, my journey began with serious contraction <laughs> that, that later led to expansion. I, I needed a lot of healing myself. I have my own story of my own childhood that many, you know, many people have uh, experiences that put us on a track needing healing, and I needed it really bad. And so in that search, I was open. You know, that kind of trauma makes you, makes some of us available. So for me, my actual journey of, uh, that led to this today started in 1971. Uh, I was at the University of Michigan, and a friend of mine had gone to China 
on one of the first trips of Americans. China wasn't even open to the West. It was a secret trip, and he had come back. He lived in Ann Arbor with his father, who was a professor, and I had a, I wanted to find, get, it, get in on the, the skinny before he had dispersed, so I went to his house unannounced, and I was walking up on the porch of his father's house. The front door was open, and I look in, and my friend is sticking a needle in the elbow of his father. Mm. And, I, and I, nobody knew what acupuncture was. I didn't know what acupuncture was. So I'm looking at my friend. He's sticking a needle in his father's elbow. And a voice says to me, you're going to do that. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? <laughs> so that, and so it met a lot of things in me. It met my own need for healing. I, I wanted to do weird things. I didn't, I didn't want to do the standard uh, life that was laid out for me. And nobody knew what acupuncture was, so I researched it and found a school in England in 1985. There were no schools wow. in the West. And uh, I went to England, uh, which is a whole other story of being a, a, a bull in a china shop. And uh, I started studying acupuncture, started practicing in 1976 in a 7 by 8-foot room in my house in downtown Boston. Uh, I did that for 12 years uh, because there were hardly any. I was one of the first acupuncturists outside of Asian communities in the United States, so I had a huge practice. And in 1987, uh, I went to Brazil with a man who had been my therapist. He was a Brazilian man, and he said to me, we're going to go to the mountains of Brazil, and in a month, you're going to do the equivalent of 10 years of psychotherapy and 10 years of meditation. What do you think? Well, And I was like, sounds like a good deal. So we went completely also, not knowing what I was getting into. I trusted him. I loved him. And, and it was an adventure. What I found among the many things that I found in that spiritual community in those isolated mountains of Brazil was that I had have built in a spiritual healing channel, a spiritual healing talent that was waiting to be revealed. The central practice of this community, which still exists, is the use of a tea that now people call ayahuasca. That, uh, but back then, nobody knew. I didn't know what that was. But what it did was it basically turned me inside out. Turned in, I got to see the pain I was hiding, and I got to see the spiritual parts of myself that I never even knew existed. So that set me on a whole nother trajectory where I came back, I still was practicing acupuncture, but really weird things started happening. My hands would get on fire and I'd touch someone and they would get better. I started being guided through intuition to do things that I didn't even know what I was doing with acupuncture, except that very beautiful things started happening. And then gradually I started to receive what became this book and became the chakra map, which is mapping out where the qualities that we consider to be us, like where does our identity live, literally? Where is the place that the thought form of identity lives in your aura like that many and then i mapped it out over 15 years that's that's the condensed version that's that's the 
the Leader's Digest version of my story. You know, it, it's so fascinating. And when I do energy work, my hands are always cold. But except when I do energy work, they burn, like you were talking about, they start burning and getting very hot. Yeah. So it's like through, you said, through some of your own challenges, your own pain, you were led to all of this beautiful opening for yourself that really, truly helped so many other people. So... Tell people why you chose the title. It's a beautiful title, and I love it, The Gift of the Body, for your book. Like many sensitive people, right? The first thing I do when I lead a workshop is we, we all raise our hands and we say, uh, like we were in an AA meeting, and I say, hi, my name is Johnny, and I'm sensitive, right? So like many sensitive people, I found being in a body and having so many emotional pain that translated into physical pain, I, it re, I related to it like I was in a prison. You know, what I say to people is, I used to, to think, when does the parole board meet so I can get out of here? You know? And uh, what I came to realize is, there's, there's a, a folk song that says, the only way out is through. That if I was right. going to heal myself, rather than doing everything I was doing to escape being in a body, which included drugs, which included a, a lot of mental, mental, mental uh, uh, activity, uh, emotional distortions, I had to go in. And so I began a process of coming into my body, starting from the bottom up, starting from, from grounding, starting from connecting to my body, as, the, as, a, as a place I lived rather than a place I had to escape from. And I came to realize then that, first of all, that was the key to releasing the pain that I was holding, because that's all it was. It was just me holding on to contraction in the various layers of my, my aura, of my vehicle. And by coming inside and becoming eventually what I called the commander of my vehicle, right, rather than the victim of it, I began to heal. And I began to release uh, those contractions and those constrictions. And then I realized on the other side of that was pleasure. That is, as much as I could hurt, that much I could expand, and as much darkness as I found in the various nooks and crannies of my consciousness, I could receive even more light to fill those up and even more. And so I realized it's a gift. This isn't, this isn't a punishment. It's the greatest gift in the universe. And you said we have a number of gifts. What I say is we have four gifts. We have consciousness, right? You and I can have this conversation. It's an amazing ability. You know, I can learn from you. You can learn from me. We have a body, this gift of the body that our consciousness temporarily resides in and learns through. We have choice. Many, many creatures don't have choice like we do. And we have the ability to, to choose and then do something with it. These are four incredible gifts. And mostly, we don't make really full use of them. You know, and it's so important to make use of them. And what's wonderful about what you said, too, is we could look at our bodies as 
the drudgery and the pain or whatever, but when we shift that focus, when we shift how we're seeing and viewing and perceiving ourselves, all of that understanding and, and vision and opening just, like you say, expands, and, and it's a wonderful thing. Sometimes I'll say, it's, rain, I, it's, rain, it's, gonna, it's raining. Somebody says, no, it's not. I said, yeah, I can feel it. No, Jillian, it's not raining. And then a little while later, it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) My body's giving me some signal that that happens even beforehand, so it's wonderful. So why human energy vehicle? I love it, but but what does that really mean? I mean, people understand what, what, what a vehicle is, and maybe some people need to know a little bit more about energy because they're not as versed in as you are and, and and somewhat as I am. So what is what does that mean for you and for all, for all of us, Jonathan? What is a vehicle? A vehicle is, is a manner of traveling, and a vehicle is also um, an instrument to do something with, right, a vehicle for. And so in the training that I have, which comes from Brazil, we refer to the body Actually, the Brazilian word is aparelho. The body is an instrument, a tool that we've been given. And we walk around in it. The purpose of this vehicle is gaining experience, is learning. So that's why I call it a mobile schoolroom. So it's a vehicle. The question is, who's driving your vehicle? Who's in the driver's seat? And... Many people, we allow, we, we aren't driving our vehicle. At best, we're sitting in the back seat, you know. So that's what I, that's what I ask, well, who's driving my vehicle? And more and more, I want to be the one in the driver's seat. Actually, the truth is, when we do that, we are co-pilots, right? Because we have a higher self with some of what I, what I call in my book, those guides. We have consciousness guides that help us. We are, we are, we're a part of a team. Even We are never alone. We couldn't experience ourselves as alone, but we have a team from of invisible helpers that help us decide where we're going to go and how we're going to do and what use we're going to make of it. The seat of the driver's seat, the true driver's seat, is in the heart chakra. So what I teach is, from the bottom up, I teach what I call the three groundings. Grounded on earth, which means inhabiting my body, connected to nature, firm in my presence, centered in my heart, literally putting my awareness and my loyalty, living through the energy of my heart and receiving light through through the mechanism that we have built in. And then I'm in the driver's seat and I'm the co-pilot. You know, I think and it's so... And I make so use of that choice. Beautiful. I, I make use so of that imp- choice. Yeah, ahead, and that is me. important. A lot of people choose to be live in their heads. And yes. um, I concur with you. I think living in the heart is important. What does that mean? To, what, what, do, what does that mean to our listeners to really live from your heart and, and have that as, as, as the basis for, for what's, whatever you're doing? Mostly, 
we we live when we live in a culture, right? You and I live in 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 this culture. We are taught and encouraged to live through our third chakra, through the solar plexus. What is the solar plexus? Solar plexus is the place of manifestation, of making, doing, accomplishing. Right? We live that. This is the, the culture we live in. We're su- we're supposed to. We, then we're supposed to compare ourselves to everybody else who's doing better than us, or more beautiful than us, or or richer than us or not as rich as us, right? It's the place of comparison and inevitably leads to conflict and leads to burnout. What I call the the longest four inches in the universe is the distance between the third chakra, the solar plexus, and literally the the heart center, which is in the middle of the chest. That is a place completely different. The heart is a place, its vibration, its natural state of that space built into our bodies is unity, harmony. The heart has the ability to hold all of our, all of our parts, our, what we call the lower self, which is this human, all the things we have to deal with being a, an, an incarnate human, and our transpersonal self our higher self, our spiritual self. The heart is connected to all of that. The voice of the heart is intuition, which everybody has. And we can cultivate that intuitive voice in us, which will guide us completely accurately. Because it takes in all these levels of information beyond the mind. So we drop, we we raise our our place of living, literally, in our bodies, living through from the third chakra to the fourth chakra. And it's a work. Every day I sit in meditation. Before, before we got on this call, I was meditating, and I was breathing, praying, centering my awareness in literally that space in my heart. And then I go about my day that way. And my life is completely different than it used to be. I don't have the same level of conflict. I don't have the same levels of confusion. I can still be a jerk sometimes. That you know, you ask my <laughs> wife, she'll tell you. <laughs> but well, I but, think but, that's but a beautiful way to start my day jerking. too. And <laughs> living in the heart is so important. Now, why is it more important than ever, given everything that's going on, to really have that that light that that central understanding, awareness, and focus, and living from that, from the heart, from that chakra. Why is that so important now more than ever? It's a great question. It's a really good question. I appreciate it. I'd say there's two, a bigger, uh, a bigger answer and a little smaller answer. The bigger answer is we are being guided, forced, to come into the heart because the old way isn't working anymore, right? The, what, the way I see it is all of this madness that's going on and all of this disruption and all of this conflict and all the things that, that you and I both see and that people see is, is happening because the cat's out of the bag, because... Everything, because what we have done for so, so, so long, uh, this commitment to living through, through the third chakra has led to perpetual conflict, conflict with nature, conflict with each other, 
conflict between in families, right? It's all this stuff that's going on, countries and uh, And so we're being forced to find a new way. And the new way is to center in the heart. So that's the bigger picture. We're all being guided. Maybe it's going to take a hundred years, maybe it's going to take a thousand years, but that's where we're all going. And because the external paradigm has crumbled, right? That's what happened in this last year. Like I can't go to work and I can't, I can't do all the things that I identify myself with anymore. I had to find a new way. I don't know myself anymore by the job I do or the, the friends I have or the places I go or the, or the shopping I do, you know, all this stuff. I don't know myself that way. And so many people are very disturbed and very disrupted and, and falling into depression and anxiety because the opportunity is let's go inside let's find a place a new referent a new place to know myself from so there's a necessity to find this new place and i say it's already built into you you don't need you you can just disentangle from the need to have the external thing show you who you are because who you are is sitting right in your heart I totally agree with that, and <laughs> my experiences have led me to that as well. You know, it's interesting. I heard somebody say to I was having a conversation with a friend, and she said, I will never, ever take, a, take for granted a hug again because sure. sometimes, and maybe it's not related, but it's the feeling, the sense of really recognizing how precious caring and compassion and loving can be, especially when we're going through the turmoil that you've talked about and, and things are changed. And yes, we have all the answers within us. So you and I were talking early before the show, and I want to make sure that you bring this up because I think it's important. You're about to bring forth something very exciting for people, and I want you to share it, called Living the Healing Life. Jonathan, can you talk a little bit more about what that is so that people can sign up and, and learn more. Yeah. So what I'm trying to do is to bring this perspective to shine, to shine light on what's going on in, in the world, right? And so what I, I, have, I just did last month, I did a two-part series on mediumship. Mediumship is a whole other subject right. that we could talk about. What I'm about to do is a three-part series. On, it's called uh, Living a Healing Life, and it's centered on freedom, the, the theme of freedom. So I'm going to be talking about what gets called depression and anxiety, and I'm going to be talking about trauma, and bringing those energies that we carry in us, because we all carry everything, Right? Everybody has. I have at least a molecule of everything that you have. You have a, at least a molecule of everything that I have. Right. Bringing these literally into the vibration of light so that they can be unraveled and healed in all of us. And so we're doing this online. And it's one of the things I had to learn in the last year because I've always done things in person. I had to learn how to do uh, workshops online and here's something I discovered, which was amazing for me, is 
doing healing, we, what we do is we do what we call collective life healing. So we have 100 people, 150 people together online, and we call light vibration of healing light for everybody, and everybody receives it. It's amazing. <laughs> I thought, you know, so that's what we're going to be doing these next three weeks. The next three Thursdays uh, is a program called Living the Healing Life, talking about those themes. And you can uh, sign up for it you know, or explore it. Maybe it appeals to you, maybe it doesn't on our website, which is EssentialLight.org. EssentialLight.org. One word, Essential Light, two L's in the middle. EssentialLight.org. And as you know, they say, uh, I, I had a teacher once who said to me, look, if my babble appeals to you, listen to my babble. If somebody else's babble appeals to you, listen to their babble. So if my babble appeals to you, come and be with us, you know. I love it. So since living in the heart and really being able to live from that place and access all of the gifts that, that are within our heart to, to be able to move outward to others as well as to ourselves, how do people begin that journey? How do people start to, to move from that other chakra, solar plexus, into the heart chakra? Breathe. <laughs> sit and breathe, put, put one hand right in the center of your chest very, very gently. When you touch your, your heart chakra very gently, you are activating what's called the etheric body. The etheric body is the, the layer of the aura of the vehicle that rests right on the skin. The quality of that place that you're touching when you just lay your hand gently on your heart chakra is calmness. So the first thing you're doing is you're bringing yourself into a space of calmness, which we could all use some of, right? So then what you do is you extend your fingers. You make a shelf in front of your heart chakra. You put the heel of your hand right in the middle of your chest and you make a shelf with your hands parallel to the ground your palms facing up, and you stick them straight out in front of you, and you, you imagine that that is a dock over a pristine lake, and you walk out of the dock to the end of your fingers, that's where the end of the dock is, and you sit down in the dock, and you put your feet in the water, and you breathe. You are then literally, not metaphorically, activating the space of compassion. Compassion lives in every human being implanted, waiting to be activated, right in front of your chest, in front of your heart chakra. I'm not making this up. If you no, watch, I totally believe. Uh, right? If, there, you can, if you want to see the incredible example of this, go online, go on YouTube, and watch the... Uh, there's a video of the Dalai Lama getting the, 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 the COVID vaccine, right? And what, he talks it like a minute. He's, he's saying in his very beautiful Dalai Lama way, oh, I think everybody should do this. It's a very good thing. Watch <laughs> his, his, his hands. His hands literally are in a prayer position in front of his heart in the space of compassion the entire time. What is the Dalai Lama's job? The Dalai Lama's job is to be the provoker of compassion. 
for the whole world. That's what he does. He holds the, the space of compassion for everybody. So what I discovered was, wait, that's where compassion lives. What if I don't make him hold it for me anymore? What if I hold it for myself by just breathing into that space and putting my awareness there? It's the key to protection. It's the key to energetic protection. It's the key to healing. It's the key to, to living a life through the heart. So it's what I do when I do healing work. I step into the space of compassion because compassion is a space of neutrality that I can hold the space for you or anybody else to heal yourself, right? I don't heal anybody. You, you know this as a healer. You don't heal anybody. Right. People right. heal themselves with our help. Yeah. Compassion so is a... the atmosphere. What's interesting is that I think that what we all need to do is before we're interacting with someone is to really focus and and center our attention and our hands on our hearts. I do that too before I work with people, but I think it's so mm-hmm. important given all the angst and everything else that's going on to just, like you said, breathe into that place and feel feel the the energy that that's coming from the heart that softens that that allows that compassion that kindness to just flow through us and also within us that's so beautiful thank you for that so you have so many wonderful things and i would wanted to know more about where all the different emotions are i mean it's so important to focus on the on the heart chakra but what about some other kinds of emotions or some other kinds of things that are going on like forgiveness and does that all go in within the heart chakra too is there an anger where you know like where where can people figure this out okay well you know, of course, I'm, I'm here to promote my book. <laughs> Get my book, and 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 you, you, right. you'll you you learn that, right? And but really, look, here's how I learned it. I learned it by working with clients, and I learned it from inside myself. So I asked the question. So that question you asked, where does my anger live? Where is it? Not just that I have it. Where is it? Where does it come from? And by going inside myself and being in a neutral space, I actually can see it. So anger in Chinese medicine that I affirm is right is generated by the liver, which is on the right side of the, the, the third chakra, right under right your, your ribs on the right side. What's interesting is what is anger? Anger a lot is an attachment to the past, turns into resentment. I just can't let this go. I'm just whatever. Someone hurt me, or I was disappointed, or I have judgment about the world, or criticism, blah, blah, blah. Where forgiveness is in the body is right above that in what I call a petal of the heart. Forgiveness right. lives on the right side, under, above the ribs, in the heart chakra. So forgiveness is the healing of that resentment and anger. Because forgiveness brings me into the present. Forgiveness makes, what I say is forgiveness makes things now. Forgiveness doesn't mean that what happened was okay. It doesn't mean that what I did to someone or what someone did to me, it doesn't make it okay, it just makes it done. 
So I'm not, so I'm living here now. I'm not living in the past anymore. So forgiveness is, lives right above anger and calls that, that attachment to the past into now. That's an example. I'll give you one, one other example, gratitude. Gratitude, okay, very important, right? Gratitude, what I say is the, the key to, to prosperity are two things, gratitude and generosity. Mm-hmm. Why? Because gratitude and generosity live in the throat chakra. They, they live in what's called the mental body of the throat chakra. mental body is about a foot and a half in front of your throat is the mental body of that. The vibration of gratitude opens that space for you to receive. Because the throat chakra is about receiving, it's about giving and receiving. It's about expressing and taking in. So complaining, whining, closes the throat chakra. Trust me, I understand this very well. Complaining and whining uh, closes the throat chakra. Gratitude opens it up. So not only am I helping the world by being uh, by having uh, gratitude is I'm helping myself so every morning when I wake up you know I wake up and and I feel my gratitude I feel my gratitude you know that I woke up (laughs) for one thing and I feel you know gratitude that I'm I get to lie behind and beside an incredible person and that I live in a beautiful place blah 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 but the point is, you know, it's so important today, especially, and thank you for that too, because it's beautiful. But it's so important, Jonathan, today, to focus on rather than the complaining and the fear and and the, but to look at, like you said, today we woke up. Today, you and I are able to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Today, we're able to laugh and share, and those are gifts. Those are so, are wonderful ways of feeling and expressing gratitude for just our our abilities that sometimes we take for granted, like walking, like talking, like hugging. And it's so very important. So thank you for that. You are a beautiful soul. I want you to tell our listeners, Jonathan Goldman, how they can buy your book, The Gift of the Body, how they can join your courses. You have another one, Living from the Heart. Tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you and access all of the beautiful stuff that you do and gain beauty and love and compassion for themselves and the world. That's very beautiful. Thank you. So uh, the book, Gift of the Body, we just put it back on Amazon. We actually ran out. And uh, (laughs) and we were printing, uh, we were printing a new printing and it got delayed because of the, the pandemic. And uh, my wife was going through a, 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 a locker and found a bunch of them. So we just sent them. They're just like today available on uh, Amazon. Good Gift of the Body by Jonathan Goldman. And then, as I said, EssentialLight.org is our website. And we have a whole range of things. I and mean, we have and designed for people who are at different stages of their own journey. Uh, so people who are just beginning, we have very uh, free um, videos. 
I have a whole library of what we call transmissions that have come through me from my my guide. We have uh, I have a whole course, a ten part course that I did uh, online last September, October, November that takes a person through step by step building from the bottom up this inner structure that ends up with grounded on earth, set in the heart, receiving light. So a whole range of stuff. And then we have uh, these classes that are coming up. I have the one now. The other ones are recorded. And next year, the end of this year, I'm going to start a year program that's called the Living Through the Heart Process. And it's a training program. It's going to be part online and part live. I live in the forest in, in Oregon, and we have here a, a, a temple complex. We have three yurts in the woods where we receive people. We're going to do start doing in-person workshops again, which I'm very excited about. It's my favorite thing. So there's a whole range of things. And as I said, you know, come and check it out. And if it appeals to you, we ha- there are ways to enter. You can enter quickly. You can enter slowly. You can take what you want. As they say, you know, take what you want and, and leave the rest. And so I appreciate the opportunity to share that with you. Thank you so much. So what would you like to listen, leave our listeners with today, Jonathan, before, before you leave? The key to all of this that we're talking about is also in the heart, and it is the vibration of faith, but not faith having to do with religion. Faith meaning, faith runs the universe. Faith tells me somebody knows what's going on even though it's not me. And somehow all of this is working out and it's going to be okay because it is okay on the inner levels. And when I link myself with that, which is a space in front of compassion, it's in the mental body of the heart chakra, I keep going. And I keep going and I link with everybody else who is putting themselves in their hearts. And there are many, 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 many people on earth doing this. There are people caught in the craziness. There's people caught in the madness. But there are many of us who are the pioneers in centering ourselves and living through the heart. And we automatically link with each other just by doing that. So you are never alone. Faith and compassion are the key. And let's go. Beautiful and true. And I totally support that and believe it wholeheartedly. Jonathan, you are a beautiful gift, as well as your book, The Gift of the Body. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Joanne. It's been a, a true honor. It's The honor is mine. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Take care. Thank you. So think about what Jonathan said, and truly, it's so important to really focus and center on the heart and compassion, and really, despite what's going on, it's it's incredibly essential to have that feeling of faith, that even if you can't see it, even if you can't touch it, things are going to be okay. And that's an important vibration, along with the vibration of love and compassion, to be able to see and sense and focus ourselves on, and also to share it with others. And remember that you have gifts within yourself to really be able to access. You can quell the 
anger, the fear. You can raise the vibration of love and compassion, not only for other people, but also just as importantly for yourself. And through all of that and through the heart, we can and we will and we are transforming our world and ourselves. So if you want to get a hold of me, you can go to the short version, docwhite.org. And each and every day, you have an opportunity to empower yourself. And one of the beautiful ways that Jonathan Goldman has talked about today is to do so through accessing not only the gift of the body, but truly the gift of your heart. Have a beautiful day and keep the faith. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the Upbeat Show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.